Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. I'm Father Randall Kazel, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. You're listening to Real Presence Radio and we're happy to have you here with us this morning. We have a great lineup of guests to be with us, so stay with us for the next couple of hours and continue to learn more about our faith and grow in the knowledge and love of Christ in so many ways on this beautiful October morning. I'm not sure what it looks like outside for you, wherever you are, but here in Pine Island, we have a beautiful sunny day. We give thanks and praise to God. In fact, the sun is so bright where I'm sitting here uh, in my office building, I had to shut the shades down a little bit, so that was kind of exciting here as this fall day is beautiful. As we do each time we have our show, let us begin in prayer. We'll invoke our Blessed Mother and the Holy Spirit who unifies us in the love and will of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and ever to rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as I mentioned at the top of the hour here, we have some great guests coming to be with us, including uh, Oscar Delgado, who's going to show us, talk to us about a movie being released today on Purgatory. We have my friend, Father Chris Alar from the Marians of the Immaculate Conception after Oscar. And then uh, to end the show, uh, just be at ten thirty, we have Kevin Wells talking about his book on the priesthood and the priests we need in the church today. But our first guest, a great guest we have with us, Anna Crane, the director from Northland Family Programs in Duluth, Minnesota. Welcome to our show, Anna. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you so much for having me. It's oh, we're happy to be, to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you with us, and we're happy for the work that you do. Uh, but before we get into some of those details, uh, could you tell us about mm-hmm. yourself and and uh, what things you find yourself up to in your life, and share with us who Anna Crane is? Yes, <coughs> I would love to. So um, I am um, live in Duluth, Minnesota, currently. My husband and I have been here for four years, and we really like it. We were just recently asked why we like Duluth, and the community is great, but also the landscape. I think it's just with, with the Lake Superior so beautiful, like you said, in Pine Island right now. It, it is a nice day, a little overcast this morning, but it's supposed to clear up and just be, be a pretty nice week. So, in the trails for days up here, so that's why right now we're um, uh, just so thankful God has called us to the Duluth area in the community. We have five children and are expecting number six now in April. Wow. So, that is new today. I get to see. Uh, the little baby on the ultrasound machine for the first time. So I'm very, very anxious and excited about that this morning. Um, we, uh, and yeah, 
I mean about me? What do I love? I love coffee. I love prayer. I love being with my family, my people. Um, I love to um, go on hikes, like as I mentioned. And, and one of the things, we'll get more into my work, but I really enjoy human experience. Um, I don't have a ton of hobbies, which my husband makes fun of me for because he is a hobby guru. I'm like, <laughs> give me a coffee shop and somebody just sitting there, and I would love to get into conversation. And the human experience of others is really what brings me joy and fills my cup. Like, really, at the end of the day, I'm like, I conversation is what I enjoy best. So, Praise God. Well, we're going to have a great conversation here. Uh, that sounds great, Anna, and congratulations on the baby. Uh, it's very exciting for you, and I'm sure we'll all uh, have a little prayer for you that it's uh, the blessings of this day, including getting to know that little child in your womb a little better today. Uh, that's very exciting. Uh, so you are involved in what's called the Northland Family Programs. Uh, can you tell us about Northland Family Programs and what sort of things you do there? Yeah. So, like I said, I've been a director at Northland for about three years now and really just walked into this awesome opportunity. What we, what Northland is, it's a nonprofit. We provide education and a fertility awareness and just a method called Creighton Model, specifically to the Creighton Model Fertility Care System. And what that is, is teaching women couples about their fertility, about charting menstrual cycles and using that as a tool to help women evaluate their reproductive health and at the end of the day teaching women how their bodies work i think that's amazing we get over and over again like why is this the first time i'm hearing about this you know about all of these things about my body and my cycle so we uh we have four practitioners or three practitioners and we just started two more so now we are up to five practitioners in our area, and they provide instruction um, um, in the crate model, Walk with Women and Couples, and that's, they can use that, too, as a means of family planning. And when they want to plan their families or uh, of the first steps of, um, of overcoming maybe infertility, a lot of our clients right now are making a brave switch to hormonal birth control to more of a holistic natural method and fertility care. So... I mean, just a, just a whole, whole spectrum of clients, but that at the heart is what we do, is really teach women and couples about their fertility. Mm-hmm. Wow, I want to tell you, I'm inspired by this work that you're doing because you're you're in a sense that you know, as a priest, I'm on the front line of things. I'm meeting and interacting with people who are looking for Jesus. Even just this last weekend, uh, I met a fellow who uh, is uh, baptized Catholic but not practicing our faith, and he's inspired to come here, and uh, he's having a conversion, and he's talking about his wife and wants to uh, have a marriage in the church, and four beautiful little children who are not baptized yet. And I thought, this, this is why I'm a priest. I love this. I love all my parishioners, but these sort of things, when you see this happening, and I just listen to you, and you're, you're helping couples who are not living the vision of Christian marriage or not, you know, coming out of, say, a contraceptive mindset and discovering this. And that, uh, that was very inspiring mm-hmm. to me to hear how you do that, that, that. So what is that like for you when you see these transitions in mindset and transitions in behaviors that happen? So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I will. So, and, but thank you. We do. We call our priests and our those that work with the engaged are kind of the gatekeepers of talking about natural family planning with them because they're really sourcing these the beginning steps of 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 that, like giving them the message and kind of pull, 
pulling them or pushing them towards North and Family programs so we can do what we do best in fertility care and offering this um, like led life giving work. And it's so I will say there is a number of how can you say preconceived or assumed notions about natural family planning that they're mm-hmm. thinking it doesn't work. I mean, people could look at my life right now and say. Oh, you're an NFP. You work at, of course you do. You're pregnant with your sixth and eight years. You right. know, like there's like this <laughs> idea that it's not working because of that, you know, or there's like this, um, there, they come and they think it's the rhythm method maybe from years and years ago, or they, they just have, they have no, I love to see just this, just this little room of openness when these newly engaged couples come in or these people that are maybe supposed to be there because they're they have to because of the engagement prep retreat so these are they're coming in and they're kind of don't want to be there their arms are crossed they're, they've they've heard it all you know they kind of know about it or whatever they're just they've already made up their minds and then as they're learning the science behind it, and they're and through it's called an introductory session that our practitioners give completely free. So if anybody's ever interested, they can they can contact us. But so it's an introductory session. They're learning right away about their hormones, how their bodies work, what their cycles say about their bodies. Their their future husbands are sitting there saying like, "Oh my goodness, my my future wife has this superpower of like being able to." carry children and we can time this out in a very natural way if she doesn't need to go on hormonal birth control for us to do this mm-hmm. so it is really neat for them to start like their eyes to start opening and they start asking questions and it doesn't happen maybe in the introductory session but as it, it, it it's a seed and then as you're working with these clients in their follow-ups they're saying as their um their follow-ups they're just kind of like okay and they and they get a hold of it and they see that it works and that it is effective and then that's that's when the conversion kind of happens. Like, I feel like if, if anything true, good, and beautiful, right, it's going to pull us to the Lord. So we're not out there preaching the Lord right away. We're, we're out there showing them the beauty of their body, and it just comes. It really just comes. Oh, praise God. That, such a beautiful testimony you give in that, that uh, I, I love hearing those dynamics of how you, you're sitting down in a conversation with someone, you see the movement in one's mind, the awe and wonder at learning the truth and learning how this impacts practical decisions. It's, and it's great to hear how that's happening in your work. And one of my favorite topics in the church is to talk about prevenient grace. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with that idea, but it's a, basically it's a theological term that describes what goes before the grace of union with our Lord, because everything is a grace. Our Lord even prepares us to come into the biggest grace of being united. And that grace that prepares us is also, uh, we call that prevenient grace, the, the pre-grace to union grace. Um, what do you think is happening, say, with a, uh, a, a young mom or a, you know, a newly married couple, and they come and they begin to hear you talk about this, and they're put into awe and wonder at the reproductive powers that God shared with them and has a plan for them. What, what happens before they get to that point with you? Do you see any uh, details or common denominators uh, because my, my interest here is maybe we influence some listeners out there who might know some young couples or parents or grandparents who might plant a seed so that those are the mm-hmm. next young people that end up with you and you're providing the concrete information. To, do you have any ideas on what might be going on before those couples get to you? Oh, that is, thank you so much for that question. And that, again, is kind of pulling back the veil to see what is happening and how can you best serve and evangelize are and meet them where they're at. I know that's a very 
broad term, but meet them where they're at to, to bring them to the Lord. And so one of the things I guess I would say is a really good place to start is starting with the science, I think, um, the way that it is really effective. But what is happening is just a, in their hearts and in their minds, like this grace, I think the Lord is giving them an open mind to maybe a, a curiosity of, okay, what what is this? And, and when you talk about having to trust yourself completely and wholly, you know, and to say like this, I, I can even speak in, in my personal um, marriage, NFP isn't the, isn't the best thing always, but it has always revealed more and more about my husband's heart to me, more than the sexuality even component about, but is he open to life? How can we plan this in these conversations? So I think witnesses, more and more witnesses of doing and practicing natural family planning or fertility care services is another way to say it. Like being able to have more and more influence in those young couples' lives to say like, yes, I know I have this kid, but oh my goodness, the Lord has worked in my heart to bring on more life and to see each child as a gift. And I think that that's where it starts is like this, this old, this, Slow and steady influence, and as more people know that they can have a mentorship or a, some sort of relational with people that, like, if their parents are like, I'd really like them to start this and if you journey with their stuff, like, maybe connect them with somebody that has had success beyond the family planning component, but has really been touched by the teaching and the truth that the, the reason why Lord calls us into this. Hmm. That's amazing. It really is because that gives some ideas our listeners can use or perhaps strive to communicate little details about science, little details about um, how these un- this understanding leads to what I call the, the, the transcendent meaning, the, the big picture, uh, what what I'm always putting on wonder on, I, I'm the eighth out of nine children and there's eight boys and <laughs> one girl in my family and thankful to my parents. I'm, I'm near the end, near the end of the train, however, on, on the family line. But when I, when I think of this and I think about my family and families in general that I know, I'm in awe because parents are co-creators with God. Uh, you become a co-creator. What a great dignity uh, is found in motherhood and in fatherhood. And we, we have to work to defend and to lift up family life. Uh, so we're, uh, we're approaching a little break here, Anna. So we're going to pick up back with where we're at here with Northland Family Programs. You're listening to Real Presence Radio Live from St. Michael Catholic Church in Pine Island, Minnesota. I'm Father Randall Kazel. Happy to have Anna Crane, the director of Northland Family Programs. We'll be right back with you after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. 
For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kazel, and we have our special guest here, our first one of our show, Anna Crane, the director of Northland Family Programs. Anna, thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. And Anna, you are on the front lines of giving glory to God and winning souls uh, out of the, the contraceptive mindset and into the wonderful adventure of being open to God's creative power, working through moms and dads or a mother and a father and in family life. And you're doing so in the, the work of Northland Family Programs. So can you tell a little, a little bit more about uh, the family programs that you're running, including you have a unique fundraiser uh, that you do as well? Yes, I would be. So what, um, what we do is we provide education and fertility awareness specific to the Creighton model as a tool to help women monitor and evaluate their reproductive health. So we teach natural family planning, fertility care um, services, and to women and couples, some single women, women in college, high school women, all the way up to the premenopause time. So it is definitely a spectrum of ages, and we love it. We love to serve all women. And that does roll me into the point of what we just got done piloting our first year of this um, unique fundraiser called Women Run for Women. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just tell you more about it because it was awe-inspiring. It was, um, we latched on to an already pre-organized running race called the Ragnar. And just pretty simple, like pretty familiar to any like grandma's marathon or any other organized run. But we, um, Northland Family Program, sponsored and supported uh, 12 women running teams that all rallied together and conquered um, 200 miles. In thir- we finished in about 36 hours. And wow. with this running campaign, we raised $32,000. It was a very, very successful fundraiser for North and Family Programs. And very needed in the time of COVID, we've had to shut down a lot of our fundraisers. So very yeah. needed in our time to be able to serve and continue to do what we do as a nonprofit. So um, one of the things, and I, I just... I loved this so much is as I was, as I and the Lord very much that this this whole idea of women run for women started in a chapel. 
I did not know what we should do as a fundraiser. And it was just so um, divine that we needed women to that, that have lives have been impacted by fertility care and natural family programs to rally together and show other women that, that it is alive and it works and it's well and it's good for you. And it's something that you can be in community together and also doing something like a race um, allowed an opportunity for all of these women to do something hard. And mm-hmm. it was um, an incredible experience. Uh, one of the funny, I will just tell you this funny glimpse, is there's hundreds of vans because there's hundreds of teams running this day. Mm-hmm. And on the back of our van, we wrote 12 women um, or 12 women one mission, 50 kids, because we averaged, or 12, mo- yeah, 12 mamas, 50 kids, because we, a- <laughs> we had an average of, or we had 50 children amongst the 12 of us. Wow. And so it was, and we would have people stop and be like, really? Where are you guys finding the time to train and run for this? And we just smiled yes. and laughed and just said, <laughs> because we support each other and our husbands. Like, we had the best minivan train of dads and kids that anybody would have, like, ever loved to see. It was so cool. So we were just so supported by our, our husbands and, and each other to go and find time to train and, and then raise the voices of, of fertility for women and couples. So it was great. Wow, Anna, so I just cool. want to say you have great things going on, absolutely. And if, if I had one thought for our listeners in the Duluth area, get on board with Northland Family Programs and take part in this because I, I hear the joy in your voice and what a great activity to involve so many people and families and, and the joy that comes from that. And you raise such a beautiful amount of money that people were generous uh, and uh, it's uh, inspiring, I tell you. And maybe some other programs in this area could benefit from ideas like that. Um, do you, and what do you, what was your favorite part of uh, the Women Run for Women? Uh, you might have shared it already because it sounded really awesome. But is there anything else that stands out to you? Um, what a oh goodness! There was there was a lot, and it was a very exhausting thirty six hours. And the way that by the end of it, no woman was running alone because we were so wanting to support each other. Everybody had to run three times. Is the way that it's structured. So, for instance, I ran eight miles, and then I ran again six miles, and then I ran again like five and a half. And everybody had different distances in their legs. But by the end, nobody really was running alone because we all wanted to support one another. So that was something that was really impactful in just what it means to support. Another just, like, fun story is as we were building the roster for this, course we're asking women in the childbearing years and and families and and so i started knowing like i'm gonna have to have probably 15 runners because there's a good chance that somebody will um conceive a child and probably not be able to train and run right and and Mm -hmm. be pushed over to we had an impeccable prayer team that like they they carried us we had this awesome prayer team um and and so we ended up with a with a team of actually 20 runners, not 20 runners, but a team of 20, including lots of prayer warriors, because we had, in the time of, like, right before training to training, so when they gave me their yes, they'll run, to the start of training and to race day, we had nine women to get pregnant. So some of them ran pregnant, and some of them ran postpartum even. We had a a, a very large chunk run postpartum, but it was so cool to even see that side of it that women were willing to give their yes and then 
and then kind of shift their role as maternal as we are in service and and in motherhood to say like, oh, I can't run, but I still want to give for this organization and be here for you, for you ladies. So they would they prayed. I mean, they had some, they had lots of rosaries going throughout, the, especially the last of training week and race day. So that was really neat to see the community really come alive and be centered around though though Northland, but really centered around Christ. So, Amen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and can you tell me a bit more about the? The, the prayer teams and what's how were they formed and what sort of uh, you mentioned they pray the rosary was there any other forms of mm-hmm. prayer that they offered before and perhaps even during the event yeah we had so one of the things we did have is um, the prayer team was developed right alongside the um, the roster the runners and then as some of the women that couldn't run they would just join the prayer team so each runner had a specific prayer warrior praying for them all through training up until prayer day and or race day. And so they had that. And then they all had, some of them had written prayers and shared them. So they had written prayers specific to either their runner or the mission. And we're sharing them amongst the prayer groups. So there was a very great, like, email thread. There were some local that would meet together. There were three prayer warriors that were local that lived near each other that would meet at the Adoration Chapel before race day and pray specifically to the for the team. So there was a, just little bits of that all over, um, because our runners spread. There were some in the metro Minneapolis area. There was also some um, in the Duluth area, Brainerd Lakes area, some up in the Range-Hibbing area in Minnesota. So mm-hmm. we had just like, we were kind of scattered everywhere. So those that we couldn't be united in training or, un- or united um, in like physical beings, we were united in prayer and the Eucharist, of course. So that was that part of it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a great work, Anna, and what a great fundraising event to bring so many people together around a common practice, uh, a very holy, healthy endeavor. The women run for women. Your, your next event for this will it be next summer? Or are you planning one here yet this fall? We are. Yep, yeah, we just. Decide we're going to do uh, it's in August. So, anybody that would like to join the Women Run for Women team, they can, or community. We're, we're looking at just having a running community that's just, you know, faith community, fertility, just to be able to join hands and arms in this, in this together. They can go to womenrunforwomen.com or northlandfamilyprograms.com. They'll have some information there to join the roster or the prayer team for the 2022 year. Um, the race day is August. Training starts about 12 weeks out of that. And there's a lot even there. Like, we, we bring on a coach. You don't have to have much running experience at all, hardly any. You mostly need to have, which is a necessity, just like a, a drive for the mission of what Northland Family Programs does and who we serve. Mm-hmm. Mm, very so. good. And, yes. and all of these things are about the really supporting the heart of the mission of Northland, which is to, uh, I'm, if I'm hearing correctly, building up uh, family life, building up mothers and fathers and equipping them to be free to say yes to God and being co-creators with him. So I, I want to throw back to you, what, what is perhaps your most uh, satisfying um, work or a really service that you do at Northland? What, what do you most enjoy when you say, I'm going to Northland today? Oh, so um, the client experience or the the relationships with with I what I have with um, not as heavy as with the clients, but with my with our practitioners at Northland Family Program. So, like I said, we have five, and they're really 
um, I serve them as the director, you know, and to hear and to meet their needs to best fulfill what they, their job and in their sacred word in meeting our clients. So they're the ones that are out there doing it, but they're watching and hearing their stories of maybe a successful pregnancy after years of infertility or, um, seeing or hearing stories about that that switch from hormonal birth control mm-hmm. to this more natural method i would say that's probably my that one of the faiths and keeps me driving in what i do another thing is recognizing that you know i have two little girls and maybe three i don't know we'll find out today um but mm. we'll we <laughs> have i have two little girls and i want better for them and that's what drives us i don't want you know, the world and the culture that, that I can see, you know, a Planned Parenthood bus driving with different types of, of birth control on it. Like, I want better for them. I want them to know that they were created great and their bodies work and you don't need to suppress your fertility or feel shame or burden about it. So that's what drives me and, and to serve um, that next generation and those that we're serving now to say, like, you are made good and we are here to help you through that end journey. So anybody that's ever, if this is like just a little bit resonating, you can go to NorthlandFamilyPrograms.com. I encourage just a free introductory session. All of our practitioners are awesome. And and now's the time, right? Mm-hmm. Anna, you, you do such great work. We're very blessed to have you with us. I hope Thank you can you. come back on the program sometime soon or maybe before the next run uh, so we can promote it. Uh, thank you for being with us. Anna Crane, Director, Northland Family Programs. May God continue to bless your good work. And stay with us. You're with Real Presence Radio Live, Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.